Man, I'm just out here surviving. And what I'm doing right now won't even matter. Oh, baby, baby, it will always matter. Oh. But you said you fixed that. Get a room. I got a room, mother. Cash. How much longer I gotta wait for my money? God made this land for all of us. Greedy people like you wanna hog it to yourself and your family and- Me and my family? Yeah. Cassius, I'm your fucking uncle. I just really need a job. 40 on two. This is telemarketing. Stick to the script. Hey, hello. Uh, Mr. Davison, Cassius Green here. Sorry to bust. Let me give you a tip. You want to make some money here? Use your white voice. My white voice? I'm never talking about Will Smith's wife. Like this young blood. Hey, Mr. Kramer. This is Langston from Regal View. As always, we'll be getting that out to you right away. You're doing so good with the voice thing. Holla, 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 holla. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Look at Our Podcast. This is your host Elias Roush. Today we are discussing Sorry to Bother You, directed by Boots Riley, starring Lakeith Stanfield. In an alternate present-day version of Oakland, telemarketer Cassius Green discovers a magical key to professional success, propelling him into a macabre universe. So, let me just tell you right now, this is comedy fantasy sci-fi drama whatever type movie you want to call it this movie is an amalgamation of many things um most of that was imdb's uh interpretation and detail but i also wanted to say that it was i i would describe this as a a quirky low budget indie film with a lot more to say than what's on the surface it's a fable that also describes the ever since the, the exceptional feeling of capitalism in America uh, specifically and uh, income and inequality and all of that it 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 touches on so many different touchstones of uh social injustice and um it, it it it's a it's a little movie with a lot to say so i i was really blown away <laughs> um given given the size of it um so a little bit about the director boots riley boots riley was a big political activist back in the 90s also a hip-hop artist which heavily influenced uh, a lot of his uh, music this this movie clearly has influences uh, trickled down from someone that has these kind of influences uh, political sayings and uh, social injustices you know like I said uh, someone that is well aware of um, the political ins and outs of America. And so this is the way this this movie's advertised is much much more um 
I don't know, bombastic or something like that, I would want to say. Just kind of out there. I mean, it is like the editing is just like... In, in, in the theater, it's pretty much like that as well, relatively. Um, but it, this, I, I'm kind of trying to dance around this topic a little bit because this is uh, an extremely hard movie to talk about. Um, spoiler... F- spoiler free so um i'm gonna do my best right now so i do have a couple things to say about the pros about this movie so a couple of things acting everyone in this i think is uh doing a fantastic job uh given that boots riley hasn't really directed uh terribly that many things which i I honestly think this might be his first direct directorial debut he might have one other thing um yeah this is his first movie so he did a wonderful job and everyone on screen feels like they're actually they're they're comfortable on screen They, they 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 look like they're enjoying what they're doing um it, it, we have big actors that aren't even advertised that much. I uh, uh, don't want to say too much about who isn't who isn't advertised and who isn't. But uh, one character is Stephen Yun from uh, The Walking Dead. Big character, hardly advertised at all. Um, Danny Glover, once again, another big star. He's he's in the movie and uh, an okay amount. Not. Now, you're not getting a Danny Glover movie, but you're getting uh, some good Dan- Danny Glover um, exposure, and he's he's having a good time, and that's I think that's what's important. Um, Lakeith Stanfield, like I said earlier, he's bringing the heat. He's doing a really good job carrying the majority of this movie. Um, he is playing himself from uh, Atlanta. If anyone has ever seen Atlanta, we've we've covered some episodes. Check them out in uh, the archives. But uh. Like Keith Stanfield plays uh, Cassius Green, and I thought that he did a wonderful job going through the ups and downs of uh, the telemarketer life, um, if you want to say that. Um, Tessa Thompson, his girlfriend, uh, who plays Detroit, she once again does a wonderful job. I, it's hard to find a bad Tessa Thompson performance. Um, uh, this is... Uh, a lot different than seeing her in Westworld. It's a, it's such a different persona of her, and it's cool just to see her to uh, get to have a little bit more of a creative side and spon- spontaneous side, I guess. The other characters in there: Jermaine Fowler plays Salvador, Omari Hardwick who plays Mister Blank. Um, there's there's a really great cast of people in here and I was I found myself really laughing pretty hard at the beginning and uh I, I did find myself kind of slowly going from laughing hard at the beginning to more of a chuckle towards towards the ends toward the end of the movie like I wasn't laughing as hard I was starting to get more of a message I felt uh much more uh weight on what was going on with the plot but not not in a bad way or anything like that army hammers in this and he is hilarious i could uh, i couldn't stop laughing about uh, how hard oh my gosh uh his is he was ridiculous uh but yeah so i thought uh the acting once again just was was all on par directing like i said directing uh, 
was by Boots Riley and and written by him as well. Uh, it was it, it was really funny and um, it it did get much more heavier, leaning into the um, political side of um, the spectrum than I was expecting. But it's not it's not a bad thing. Um, I thought the editing was really well done. The creativity in this was uh, in c- cinematography and music all kind of kind of wrap all into one because they all are all on par they all work really well together you know the way people are centered positioned all the blocking all of it looks wonderful the composition of the colors it really just pops and uh lays well on the characters um uh whatever they're wearing or whatever setting they're in the uh the phone call interactions I thought were so inter- entertaining. Just at the very beginning, when he s- first gets these phone calls, you're he's like transported all the way into the person's uh, living room or headquarters or wherever wherever the hell they're having the phone call, and uh, it, it's it's extremely entertaining how they do it and creative, and uh, it's 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 different than most movies you've ever seen, which. I'd say if for anything, I would say definitely check this out. You know, if you have any interest in filmmaking at all, I think this is definitely, you know, a filmmaker's uh, delight. And that's why this is being more critically accepted than um, than just by the average viewer. Because I don't know if this is for the average viewer. I mean, I, I definitely think this has a, a lot behind it that it has to say. And uh, I'm not sure if this is this is for the commercial audience. Um which, by the way, at this point, it's at limited release. This is like the second or third week it's been out on release. It's about not. It's in the high nineties, ninety fives, or something like ninety five or so on Rotten Tomatoes, and around a seven six or something like that on IMDb. So, just to give you a, a a point of where a point of reference of where this movie is landing with uh, some audiences. Um, but yeah, I can definitely see this going either uh, being very polarizing toward the third third act, um, which I'll discuss more in spoilers. I thought that this movie was extremely detailed. I was not expecting it to be as detailed as it was. The details from little things like earrings to background uh, sets, background uh, posters, back um, commercials tiny you know words that would you know sometimes would pop on screen and you're trying to read really fast this uh, this movie you're going to want to go back and just freeze frame some of the things that are shown on screen just so you can read some all the stuff that is on there um there's a there's a lot that's happening and not not just like what's happening um either from the audio or just from the visuals you might, might you might be getting a lot of information from all corners um, so yeah, so I think it will definitely have a rewatchability, um, factor, you know, backgrounds, commercials, like I said, all that, it, 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 it's an amalgamation of a lot of creative, uh, creative stuff. The world building in general, um, was done really well on such a small budget. I believe this was like a $3 million budget or something like that. It was, it's super small. I don't, it's, I don't know how this was done on such a small budget with all these high caliber actors. Um, 
especially voicing over the individuals uh, like Keith Stanfield. I did think that trying to get used to that <laughs> voiceover of the 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 white voice was just uh, it it was hard to get over. But once you got over that leap, I guess it 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 didn't linger on it, and I never really felt like it was the butt. Of, it was not the butt. It was the 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 best jokes the best jokes were not generally the white voice in my opinion uh they were a little bit smarter but um i thought that our the audience the the audience that i was with in the theater i saw it on a monday so i was not expecting that many people and there there really weren't there's you know maybe less than 10 people in the theater but everyone generally was feeling about the same thing you know i could hear everyone laughing about the same time i was uh, a couple of the cons I wasn't feeling. The pacing towards the second to third act. This is an hour and 45 minute movie. And so I could definitely start to feel probably about the hour and a half mark. And um, I think that they had a lot of um, plot threads going um, that they were trying to you know, land all smoothly, which, uh, didn't quite happen. One of them being the social media plot, which, um, which is one of the reasons why he has the, um, the band around his head on all of the posters. Um, but yeah, I, I, I did say I personally liked the third plot and I understood, you know, the extremity of it. Um, and why they had to, to go that extreme with the third act, but um, I understand it definitely won't work with everyone. I'm not sure this is gonna work with like uh, your 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 girlfriend or something like that. I know. Um, uh, depending on uh, how into fantasy, I would say that you are willing to stretch your imagination um, will depend on how much you enjoy the third act. So. Um, I'll hop on into spoilers so we can discuss this a little bit more in depth. Uh, rate, share, subscribe. I appreciate everyone listening. Lucky Dog Podcast. Please help us out at PayPal slash Lucky Dog Podcast. You can find all that information in the show notes. Um, we appreciate all the donations, all the help, keeping the lights on, giving us all the feedback you can at the lucky dog podcast at gmail.com once again if you need any spelling tips or whatever you don't know what the heck what the heck's going on check out check out the show notes all all in the show notes so we are jumping into spoilers right now so worry free's plan um to create horse people is freaking ridiculous um <laughs> it, it's just ridiculous. I, di I didn't see that coming, and I, I was actually, like, jumping in my seat when I saw that, because, you know, after so long of watching what you think is just kind of a surreal plot of individuals just kind of going along, you know, having, trying to make their way up to, up to the top, and, you know, maybe having a white voice, but I felt like, as soon as he had walked in that room that looked like he was straight out of Saw, I was like, this is going way south. And I thought that we were going to see like a mut mutilated person, not like a, a, a horse-headed individual, like a horseman. Like, 
I was not ready for that. And then he bust out, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And apparently that one of those horses were uh, Forrest Whitaker and uh, Rosario uh, Dawson. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, it was a crazy freaking um, uh, just exposure, I guess, uh, realization to what kind of movie you're watching. Um I've always said, you know, if you're you, you you don't know what kind of movie you're really watching till you finish the last ten minutes, because that'll tell you what kind of movie you're in. And this really shows that we're in the sci-fi fantasy realm. And uh, yeah, it was it was insane. Um, I thought that there was a lot of detail, like the small things, like the claymation. Um, the commercials and stuff like that. I thought that that was really cool and how they were explaining. I mean, they did like a big explanation video where uh, this, it's kind of where you either jump off, you, you, you are still with the vid- you're still with the movie or you're not. This is right after you uh, find out about the horse horse people and Army Hammer has Lakeith Stanfield, you know, um, hostage watching the video sort of. Um, and that is a crazy just realization that he is over there and he finds out that he uh, snorted the um, the horse, I don't know, the, the horse cocaine stuff or something like that. And uh, yeah, what I remember seeing, seeing the plate and I was like, oh my gosh, who is Mr. Boots? I was like, what is Mr. Boots and all that stuff? And I was like, what is going on? And, and then it goes to... Uh, goes to the horse and I was like oh my gosh and then you find out that it, it in the video that if all you have to do is like snort that stuff and you become a horse man or something like that and oh my gosh it is it is like wow and yeah yeah it, it, I'm just replaying it in my head I'm just like mind blown to all that was happening and at the very very end we find out that he starts to turn into a horse like oh my lanta um I thought that he had like bumped his head into the like uh garage or something like that uh but what the fuck like I guess he actually did he he did snort this stuff so um just like most fables, that uh, they don't turn out very well for the person that was going through their trials and tribulations. Sometimes, you know, they 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 sometimes end up getting you in the in the very end. And this is exactly what happened with this guy. So um, Cassius, it, it ended up happening to him. And um, at one point, I think it was around the point when he was watching the video. I was like, this is not going to turn out well for this guy. And uh, yeah, so it was it was another one. It was another one. Um, I don't know if I would have if I was making this movie. I don't think I would have had him turned into the horse. I would have uh, kept that just as maybe a deleted scene or something like that. Just I I guess I wanted it to be a, a happy ending for him, and it just uh, I guess it just sort of is. I don't know. Um, yeah, I it really depends on how you, how you look at it. Um, Tessa Thompson and the way some of the women were treated in the movie, I thought were kind of pushed to the side. I I really wanted maybe a slight. I mean, she had a she had a crazy side plot with all the the art stuff going on, and um, 
some of it was landing with me and some of it wasn't. I wasn't really sure where the funds were coming from or how she was making this art. Um, and if it was really landing with me, I know, I know that it was, it, it, I guess it, it wasn't hitting me at the parts where when we were with Tessa Thompson, I thought that we were in a very grounded state. And when we were with Lakeith Stanfield and just him, we were in this like surreal world. Um, so when we were watching Tessa Thompson doing all of this like street art, like almost naked with glove stuff all over her body, it, it was very just odd. And I was, I was a little thrown out. I was like, this is very strange. Like I remember thinking that I was like, I'm not sure where, I, where this movie is going at now. I was thinking this is extremely unpredictable and I'm not, you know, I, I mean, it's Tessa Thompson. She's, 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 uh, she's an amazing actress and uh has uh, confidence uh that most people only dream of having so watching her do all this stuff was you know fun and amazing and you know everything under the sun but i didn't know if the audience i was sitting with was actually gonna buy this because this just was starting to hit like way left field um on some people i on my opinion on some people's radar so um yeah in her interaction with uh steven yun um that i never thought that that was resolved properly i understand that they kind of like were starting to hit it off a little bit but i mean he was sitting on her way before uh cassius was like um even out of the picture and so that was what was a little bit bothersome uh and then he tried to say he was buddy buddy with Stanfield, uh, Cassius later, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous! Like, you know, you can't just hit up your dude's girl and stuff like that and do all that, and then say it's all good at the end. Like, that's not how that goes down. So, uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed everyone's acting. I uh, especially enjoyed the interaction with Danny Glover and Lakeith Stanfield. I thought they had a lot of charisma on screen. They just um, they played well against uh, off of each other and then doing the white voices they that was cracking me up so hard and then when um like uh cassius and salvador i believe were were going at it in the street they were about to they were, they were like insulting each other with uh with comments and stuff like that they, that was uh <laughs> that was so funny i was i was i was dying during that <laughs> oh, but um yeah, it, th there were some really hilarious scenes, and I thought that um, the the voices, Patton Oswalt, David Cross, they did really great. Lily James did uh, the the Detroit's uh, British voice during her uh, her her ceremony thing, um, art gallery. I thought uh, Terry, we had Terry Crews even in the back for you know he just a little bit maybe a couple lines but i thought that everyone did really good this i thought this was a, a really well done movie and um maybe depending on how you accept you know how however you accept that a uh, horse plot is how you're gonna land on this movie so uh you know i i really enjoyed it you know i'd give it you know around an eight um on on the scale so um 
yeah, I thought this was a, a solid entry this year, and it's going to be remembered as a, a, I, I want to say this is going to be a classic, a, a, kind of like, like a cult classic. Um, so I'm anxious to see what uh, other people say about this film. I might actually do a little bit of a Twitter check. So we'll do the Luck of Dogs Twitter check real quick to see what anyone is saying on the the Twitter about um, sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. Sorry for party rocking. Sorry for party rocking. Oh my gosh. So, um, yeah, sorry to bother you. At new to this. Bothered the shit out of me, and I loved it. For real. I'm not okay. <laughs> um, hey, Jen Bartell. Every single one of Tessa Thompson's earrings and Sorry to Bother You deserves an Oscar. Don't at me. <laughs> That's kind of true. I, you know, I, 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 I agree. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think Sorry to Bother You has given me one of the biggest what the fuck moments i've ever had <laughs> oh my gosh at heckin' or something like that i don't know it's, that was hilarious it's true it's true <laughs> oh my goodness so what the fuck sorry to bother you best movie of all year oh my gosh okay well at gunner so white so that's uh that's an interesting i was not expecting to see that um uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see. Sorry to bother you. was amazing. Go see it. Yeah, okay, yeah. I think people are... They're saying some... They're saying some good things about this. Um, let's go to the latest. Those are the top. I wonder if anyone said... Not so hot things. Hey. Hey. Even better looking for a deeper analysis of Sorry to Bother You. I do agree that Detroit should have been filled by a darker, compelled actress. I love Tessa so much, but I feel it would have been connected much more an accurate representation. Hmm. Maybe some people weren't feeling Tessa Thompson on there. Hmm. I don't know. I always love her on, the, on, on these things. Most, most of the things she's on does really well. Um, Boots Riley isn't taking any prisoners, but sorry to bother you. It's crazy. It's crazy. Good. Buckle up and get educated. I think that's one of the best, uh, tweets we could, uh, finish up on. That's, uh, Crotchety Carlos. Um, well, Crotchety Carlos is, uh, definitely right about that. So, I think on that we're gonna close up shop, call it a good one. Remember... Rate, share, subscribe. Check us out on Lucky Dog Podcast. Everything you need to know is in the show notes. And we really appreciate you listening. All of your support helps. We can't do this without you. This is how we... This is how we do it. You know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, that's... That, that, that's how we do it. So, I appreciate it. Thank you.
I got promoted. I'm a power caller. What do they sell? They're not selling it, but we sell it. No, well, there's no amount of money that'll make me do that. Here's the starting salary. Well, man, I'm gonna have to get me some new suits. Do whatever I wear, no, I'm here to be clear. It is morally emaciated. I can't ride with you. I'm doing something I'm really good at. Cash, I'm gonna make you a proposal. I can see that you want to say no, but I wouldn't do that before you see what I'm offering you. You 